The epistle lesson is Hebrews chapter 5, verses 5 through 10. So also Christ did not glorify himself in becoming a high priest, but was appointed by the one who said to him, You are my son, today I have begotten you, as he says also in another place. You are a priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. In the days of his flesh, Jesus offered up up prayers and supplications with loud cries and tears to the one who was able to save him from death. And he was heard because of his reverent submission. Although he was a son, he learned obedience through what he suffered. And having been made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation for all who obey him, having been designated by God a high priest according to the order of Melchizedek. The word of the Lord. Morning, everybody. For as long as I can remember, I've wanted to preach this new Sunday sermon. I can remember sitting in that choir loft and counting the years until I'd be able to preach. Well, now this day is finally here, and it's not as easy as I thought. (laughs) Nate told me I'd be preaching on Hebrews 5, 5 through 10, about a month ago. I was completely overwhelmed, to say the least. I was expecting a verse on love or sacrifice or, you know, the hands and feet or something like that. But this is much worse. (laughs) Nate gave me a packet, apparently from Reverend Will of Hebrews commentary called Preaching the Revised Common Lectionary. Let's just say I was in way over my head. (laughs) One of the only things in the packet I could actually understand really freaked me out. And I directly quote, All of this might make fascinating material for a Bible study, but it will not likely serve in a sermon. Well, great, Nate. Give me something that isn't even supposed to make a good sermon. (laughs) With this being one of my first experiences with Hebrews chapter 5, I was super intimidated. Through some research, I found out that Hebrews is the only New Testament book to teach that Jesus is our high priest. A high priest is a chief advocate for a belief or religion. I know you can already tell me that Jesus is the perfect high priest because, duh, he's the actual son of God. But wait, there's many more reasons than that. To understand why a high priest is so important to us, we need to fully understand two things. First, we are completely sinful, so we can't appreciate the holiness of a high priest who's chosen by God. Second, God is completely majestic, and humans just continue to mess everything up. The Old Testament chapter, anything. After we realize how majestic he is and how sinful we are, we see the need for a godly priest. The problem is, none of us can ever really fully grasp that. My mom always tells my sister and me, remember who you are and whose you are. Who I am, Caroline, a sinner, imperfect and living in a completely imperfect world. But whose I am, God, he is completely and unfathomably perfect. As humans, we struggle to admit that we need God to help us. We think we've got it all right. Like me with the sermon, I thought I could do it myself. But man, was I wrong. <laughs> then when tragedy strikes, we really need him. And that's our problem. We need him all the time. Every day, every hour, every single second, he is perfect. We can't see how much we need him until we have a personal relationship with him. When we realize our sin, we have a deeper appreciation for what he did for us on the cross. And it isn't until we have this relationship and constant interaction with our Father that we see just how much, how perfect he is. And when we start to see that, we can see our yucky sin. The good thing is, we're completely covered in his grace. God looks down at us and sees Jesus instead of our sin. See, We really do need a high priest to connect us to God. This semester, 
I began an AP literature class. I've never really known how to write a paper until my last semester of high school. That's pretty bad. <laughs> my teacher continues to tell me, as I continue to mess up, that every time I write a paper, I need to find a theme and a theme plus. She says a theme plus is a theme with some extra pizzazz. The theme of this verse is, Jesus not only meets the qualifications for the perfect high priest, he is the qualifications for the perfect high priest. The theme plus is, we interact and experience the perfect priest when we have a personal relationship with him. It's something we each have to find out for ourselves. In Hebrews 5, 1-4, we learn that the purpose of a high priest was to connect man and God. Although a priest is still human and a sinner, he is deemed holy by God and is the middleman between him and his people. In the Old Testament, only the priest could talk to God. He had to talk to God in the Holy of Holies, and in that room, no one but the priest could enter. A, thi- a large and thick curtain separated that room from the rest of the temple. The people believed that God could strike down and kill the priest in the Holy of Holies, and no one could go get him because only the priest could enter. So just in case, a rope was tied around his foot and bells around his waist to pull him out if needed. When Jesus died on the cross for us, that large curtain split down the middle, and it showed us that Jesus, and only Jesus, is our connection to God. Those sacrifices and all those rituals just went away, and we were left with him. We don't need a man in a fancy robe to repent for us. We can talk to God anytime because of Jesus. Whenever I read a really confusing verse, I always turn to the message version of the Bible to help me out. Most of the verses I'll allude to from now on will probably be from the message. So I read the translation of our verse that says, Though he was God's son, he learned trusting obedience by what he suffered, just as we do. Then having arrived at full stature of his maturity and having been announced by God as a high priest in the order of Melchizedek, he became the source of eternal salvation for all who believingly obey him. So a high priest is important because he's chosen by God as a holy man, even though he's human just like us. In Hebrews 5, 1 and 2, we learn that a high priest is important because he's able to deal with those who are ignorant and going astray. And trust me, God deals with people who are ignorant. Because he himself is subject to weakness. Jesus is able to help us because he's fully human. He understands our weaknesses. In verse 3, it says, This is why he has to offer sacrifices for his own sins, as well as for the sins of all the people. Jesus took on all of our sin for himself, because he is the perfect high priest. In the Old Testament, sacrifices were necessary in order to be forgiven for sins. Each repentance required a certain sacrifice done by the high priest. Again, Jesus is the perfect high priest because he is our sacrifice. Our verse in Hebrews 5 tells us that Jesus was pronounced a high priest in the order of Melchizedek. Well, who is this Melchizedek guy, you ask? First, the name Melchizedek means two Hebrew words, Melech and Tezek. (laughs) Melech means king, and Tezek means righteousness. Melchizedek was a man who was not only a high priest, but he was also the king of Salem. Salem means peace, symbolizing that Melchizedek is the king of peace. He's significant because he was not only a, he was a priest of the Jews while he wasn't a Jew himself, so he helped people who weren't like him at all. Ann Walker Payne and I started collecting old shoes to give away at the parking lot mission about two years ago. We stand in front of our car and help homeless pick out new shoes for themselves or their family members. 
Sometimes, standing outside my car, I feel like Melchizedek. I have to pretend that as I stand there talking to complete strangers, that I know what I'm doing, first of all. Second, I'm really different from these people. I'm a teenage girl who's really fortunate to have a family and church family who love me. I've never been homeless. But for a reason, Ann Walker and I are called to the parking lot mission. It is God's plan and not our own. Melchizedek was not like the people he helped either, but he fulfilled God's plan. Jesus was born in the order of Melchizedek because he helped people who were unlike him. He helped the sick and the sick at heart. Because he was so perfect, everyone was unlike him. But because he followed God's plan, we can all be helped by Jesus. Jesus says it doesn't matter who we are, what we look like, or where we live. He doesn't want only certain races or religions or types of people to follow him. He wants all of us to chase after him forever. So the main theme of this passage in Hebrews is that word forever. I'm just fascinated by connections throughout the Bible, how something can be written hundreds of years ago and then say the same thing in the New Testament later. So Psalm 110.4 says, God gave his word and won't take it back. You're the permanent priest, the Melchizedek priest. And then John 12.34 says, Voices from the crowd answered, We heard from God's law that the Messiah lasts forever. How can it be necessary, as you put it, that the Son of Man be lifted up? Who is the Son of Man? Well, of course we all know the answer to that question. Jesus is the Son of God, and he has to die so that we might be saved. Throughout John, Hebrews, and Psalms, we see an overlying theme, yet again, AP literature, that Jesus is a high priest forever. He isn't a man in a white robe with bells around his waist that's going to die like you and me. He lives forever at the right hand of his Father. One thing that really interested me about this verse is it said Jesus had to learn to be obedient. When my sister Grace and I were young, we used a really ugly replacement for the words, be quiet. The rule was, if you said these two words, you got soap in your mouth. That is, a squirt of Dawn dishwashing liquid on your tongue. I thought my mother would be too sweet to ever do this to her favorite child. One day, I made the replacement... I made the mistake of saying that replacement in front of my mom. She took me aside and pulled out the dawn. I pleaded and pleaded, and I learned, in fact, that even when you're the favorite child, you still get punished for talking ugly. I remember this event so clearly because it really worked. I never said it in front of my mom again. (laughs) I don't think Jesus had to learn to be obedient like I did. I don't think his mother ever had to put him in time out or squirt soap in his mouth. He is fully God, but he's also fully human. That's why his obedience is really hard to understand. The message version says that Jesus had to learn to be trusting obedient. If you think about it, he means trusting God's plan was the right thing for the world. Based on that really fancy packet that Nate gave me, it wasn't actually learning obedience. Jesus is fully human, so he struggled with things just like we do. He wrestled with the cross, but he was never disobedient. He knew it was the only way, and he did it because he loved you. What I learned from Hebrews 5 is that comparing Jesus to a high priest is really kind of difficult. To understand the holiness of a high priest, we have to give up ourselves and submit to God's majesty. We recognize that Jesus is fully human, so he understands everything we go through, just as the priest of a congregation does. But he's also fully God. He knows his plan and fulfilled it in order to be the sacrifice for us. Jesus had to learn to be, needed to learn to suffer in order to save you and me. 
and he did it willingly because he loves us. And it is because he loves us that I do want to share the Youth Sunday Sermon with all of you. Amen.